self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artist what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another fantastic episode why you ain't special today i couldn't think of anything to be okay well <laughs> um you can find me, Mr. On Point, on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you'd like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artist, and send it to us that way. We don't have a letter today, but we are expecting one from Michael, our UK friend. Because he has a take on the conversation we had about um, down low men who say that they have sex with me. them having sex with men don't make them gay. It just means they like to have sex with men. Um, he has a, an interesting perspective. I'm going to save it. I'm not going to let y'all know what it is until we get his letter. But um, We don't even have a full perspective. We just got like a little snippet. We got so. a snippet of it. But the snippet I got up, um, I messaged him back when he said he was going to send it. I was like, I'm excited to hear from that point of view so um we will as soon as he he gets that to us we will read it to y'all um i'm excited about that and what who is he now Elroy Elroy. i was finna say leroy he got, uh, got something coming for us too nerd plate podcast him yes. and rock man y'all check that out shout out the government name podcast as well cole jackson and shogun mm-hmm so if you want to be added to the number and um send us it doesn't have to be a question it could be a scenario that you just want our opinions on or a, a topic of the week that you like to hear in the in the episode that we might not because we, we, we might not make it to we may not make it to or we may not see i mean it's so i do more of the pop culture stuff and so i try to stay on top of it but i miss stuff so um you know, if you see something that happens that you would like to hear us talk about, send that in. It could be that. Um, conversationconartist at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artist. I do have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So if you became famous, what is a product that somebody could ask you to be the face of that you would be like, hell no, I'm not going to do that? Okay, there are variables. Okay. How much are they paying me? <laughs> is there a product where it, the amount of money would make a difference that you just wouldn't do it? Yeah, I feel like on general purpose, there are certain things that are connected to my weight <laughs> and how much I grew up that I just got to say no. Like in Crisco, lard, <laughs> any any fat-related things. Anything that you think somebody just fat when you think of like, I know people don't think of that, but like, I feel like Crisco and lard is something where you just think of somebody that got high cholesterol, diabetes, uh, high blood pressure, all that. I feel like grease, no kind of grease, no vegetable oil, canola oil, nothing you fry, nothing you can deep fry things in (laughs) and definitely nothing that was made out of the inside of a pig, no bacon, no pork. I don't feel like I could be the face for porks. I it, wouldn't want chicken or what. Like I wouldn't want no. 
okay, and I say that because remember when remember when Mary J. Blige <laughs> did that commercial? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely not the stereotypical stuff. <laughs> and she was thinking about chicken, <laughs> chicken wraps, and people gave her such hell for that. Nothing stereotypically black, so no chicken shit. I wouldn't. You know, not no watermelon, like nothing stereotypical. Nothing black. watermelon flavored, no grape <laughs> drinks, no grape brand, no grape or cold or uh, what's the other brands? Oh. Fanta grape, nothing. <laughs> knee high peach. Knee high, no, nothing that is connected. Is that a southern thing? Knee high? Is that? I don't know. Mm. Uh, but another one that that fat man stuff. This one goes into poverty. <laughs> Uh, no spam Ugh. treat. Uh, Vienna sausages, pork and beans. Like poor man still where it be like really, like I really don't feel like them brands gonna pay me enough anyway <laughs> because you know it's they're poor brands. Poor man, yeah. Food. You know spam. I think the origin of spam was that they made that for like World War One, and. So many of the soldiers got used to it. It's just a cheap way to get food for soldiers, and they got so used to it that it's disgusting. when they got back, they wanted it at home. And so spam started being put in the stores from that, and from that came all these other kind of potted meats. And We talked about south meat the other week. Yeah. That, my dad, yeah. He, I think he still eats south meat. It look, it's just great. Gray meat is just not... I don't want to eat gray meat. That's weird. Now, on sheer, sheer just deliciousness alone, candy bars. I'm sorry, baby Ruth. I don't care about you. Zero bar. You wouldn't represent a candy bar? Not those candy oh. bars. <laughs> Zero bar, baby Ruth. Because I'm expected to eat one. I don't even want to eat one on a commercial. You know, I like baby. I, I don't even eat chocolate. But if, I, because, if I'm going to have to eat a candy bar that has like stuff in it, it would be a baby Ruth. You don't like baby Ruth? No, I don't. That's why it's on my list. That's why I'm naming it. <laughs> What's the difference between that and the Snickers? The chocolate tastes different. It's like a darker chocolate instead of a milk chocolate. Oh, maybe that's why I don't like Snickers. <laughs> and that's probably why you like that dark chocolate ass baby roof looking shit. Yeah. Or or could accept it. Yes. If you ate chocolate more, dark chocolate is different. It have a different taste in chocolate. Oh, maybe that's I mean, it's not as sweet. And realistically, it's healthy for you. It does the same thing as red wine. Oh. It thins your blood. And cherries, except you have to eat cherries and dark chocolate in a much higher quantity than you would red wine. Mm. Just because the red wine is so potent to get the same effects of your blood being thin, which is why in France, you know, they have better heart conditions because... They drink a lot of wine. Yeah, and thin blood is how your heart keeps pumping. The more heart, the more your heart works mm -hmm. uh, at a n normal pace, the better off for you. I mean, it's bad if your heart got to pump super, super hard because oh, yeah. your blood thick, you know. <laughs> got which, syrup running through your veins. Yeah, which depending <laughs> on your diet. Like, and I don't really get cut often mm -hmm. to see what happened. But when I do get cut, I take note of how my blood is running. But the last time I cut myself was legit. The last time I saw my blood was probably about a year ago before last week. What about when they take your blood? Because you can see it going in the vial. What you talking about? Like how can you can see how it goes into the vial when they when they pull the thing. See, this lets me know how frequently you go to the hospital. 
<laughs> or go to places where blood is taken. Now, ask me when was the last time I went to somewhere where it would take my blood. <laughs> How long has it been? One, I've never had my blood taken. What? I never had my blood taken that I can think of. How have you never had your blood taken? Don't know. <laughs> I, I do not ever recall somebody putting a needle in my body and pulling blood out of it. Okay. Well, you could. The what? only time I ever been to the doctor was when my blood was uh, uh, exposed on my terms, and I had to go to the doctor and get it taken care of. That's Man. that's the last time I went. But I cut myself, and my blood kind of like just formed a little bubble on my skin. I was like, "Oh shit, my blood thick as fuck." I went and bought cherries immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but when I cut my finger last week, like it was fucking waterworks over here. Like blood was on all my fingers. I didn't even know I had cut my hand. And so I'm like just doing shit and I look at my hand on like, what the fuck? When did this happen? <laughs> but I had been doing some moving shit around and stuff, so uh, I mean okay. it, it should I can it happened at some point. When they were trying to figure out what was wrong with me and I got diagnosed with fibromyalgia, I gave so much fucking blood. They took vials and vials and vials of blood for me so i've seen my blood in a vial a, a lot over the years that being said it's no surprise that I'm, i need to go to the doctor for something <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've spent my whole life like not having to go to the doctor for Getting stuff. Getting too old for that now. I know in eighth grade <laughs> I had to get stitches. I've never had stitches. Well, no. When I was in grade. AUM, uh-huh. I went to the doctor because I had a headache right before I had an exam. I and I never had a headache like that before, and I never had one like that since. I get migraines, so. And um, I haven't been to the doctor since. Yeah. I <laughs> did a polysomnogram, and that was in 2007. I did a polysomnogram. That was 11 years ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you need to go to the doctor, nigga. For what? The, the doctor's make... for when shit no, is wrong. No, you know. <laughs> you want to get on top of it so that shit don't go wrong. I want to know before it get to the point where I have to go to the doctor. I want you to catch this shit so we can go and get this shit straight. You going to be dying by the time you go to the doctor. It's going to be Listen, too late. <laughs> I don't want to go to the doctor. That's they be like, shit. sir, you got booty cancer, brain cancer. <laughs> Your balls is finna fall off. You can't have kids. Uh, you. So you just gonna walk around with all of these things? You got wrong. diabetes and high blood pressure. Ignorance and, is bliss. Is that how you gonna live yeah. your life? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna let one of them things that almost killed me discover all the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> After I go to the doctor because I passed out in Walmart. It's not a good. And I hope it's somewhere where people at because I'd be a lot of places where ain't nobody at. I'd be taking naps in my car. I'm going to take the eternal nap in my car till the gas <laughs> run out and they just be like, when he here Friday? <laughs> oh, shit, he dead. And it smells like shit in here. Oh, my God. Release his bowels. <laughs> okay, we got way off the rails. I asked that question because Tiffany Haddish. Oh, York peppermint patties. Continue. <laughs> they are delicious. I love this again. If I'm gonna have something chocolatey, one that's because it's dark chocolate, and it's because there's <laughs> mint bullshit on there. I it's don't want so good. I don't though. want my mint with my chocolate. So you don't eat thin mints. Thin mints, uh, I don't like them. <laughs> I eat them because I get them every year for Girl Scouts. That's mint and chocolate. I know. I don't want it. I wouldn't <laughs> represent thin mints either, or no thin mint related motherfucking. 
What I look like? I'm fat. I am not finna represent no dark chocolate mint shit. That's old people shit. Okay? <laughs> you gonna be old here soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be an old ass trendsetter for delicious shit. <laughs> fuck your Metamucil. Fuck your Centrum. And fuck your peppermint patties. Nigga, I have to take vitamin D now because of my deficiency. And so I, I take medicine daily and I feel so old. Like in the morning, when I'm getting walking through, I'd be like, damn, I forgot to take my own. My vitamin D have to go back medicine in and get it. Medicine keeps us alive for all these years. I know, but it's just, I didn't have to do this before. I feel old. But at least I, did, I got gummies, so it's not bad. They're gummy vitamin D things that I got from. I've got a big ass thing from Sam's because I'm gonna have to take it forever and always. Okay, before we go on to the story, traveling the video game world, Fallout seventy six just came out. Seventy six. Yeah. Why is it seventy? Is that the year? I think that's the year okay. that the whole shit happened. Okay. And this game is like most closely after the event happened than any other game. All the other games play out way way deep in the future. Oh. Okay. Of that world, mm-hmm. this one is closer. And uh, they call it Rec- Reclamation Day. Um, if you've played Fallout and you're a fan of the series, it looks like Fallout, but it don't. F- parts of it don't feel like Fallout. It's different because uh, they opened it up to online shit, mm-hmm. and it's a whole bunch of other people running around in the game that can fight you and shoot you, or you can play with them. But if you're somebody like me who ain't don't give a damn about playing with people, it's just missing a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. It's missing that NPC player interaction where you can ask a question and choose different comments Mm -hmm. so on games like this i used to level up my charisma real high so that it opened up extra options for me so i can interact with people differently Mm -hmm. but it don't seem like that make a difference in this game either way in this game they got shit like stem packs and buff out all these different like supplements you can take that just make your body better. Like you can shoot yourself in the arm with a stem pack and it heal your broken bones and shit. Oh, I'm waiting for that future. Mm-hmm. Shit like that in Bioshock, where you can like inject new shit in your veins and shoot electricity at a motherfucker like that's fucking with you. I don't know that we're gonna be alive for that future. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know you that's know, gonna happen in our lifetime. Think about this. This is what I was thinking about. Cause you know, it's cause it's a theory that. Aliens came down and gave the Egyptians the technology mm-hmm. to build a pyramid. And from That's that a, moment on, that was when our society propelled into a, a certain way of building and thinking. And the then the Stargate. Have you ever seen Stargate? No. Okay. And then when you get to slavery, there was a stark, stark increase in technology from we didn't have shit, not even light bulbs, to light bulbs, cotton gin, every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so it's a theory that it's just we might just be one mad scientist away <laughs> from a motherfucking transformation of society. Maybe. But but in the wrong direction. <laughs> Everything done went in the right direction at this point. All it's gonna take is for like some shit like abortion to be banned and somebody gonna get in a lab <laughs> trying to create some shit and now we're gonna have some superhuman bullshit going on. <laughs> but you know. We could be close to it. But go ahead, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. So Tiffany Haddish has a new brand deal. She is now going to be on the cover of Lowry's Season and Salt Packages. (laughs) 
For my white people, I don't know. Do I, I? I feel like Lowry's is like a black thing. It's sold everywhere, but like, do white people use Lowry's like we use Lowry's? One, we've already talked about this. What? White people have seasoned mouths. <laughs> the seasoning is built into white people. That's why we can't understand why they don't season things very well. <laughs> And why when we season things and they eat it, they be like, this is over seasoned. This no. is too salty because it's built in, <laughs> you know. And now, you know, at this point in the world, they we all mix with so much other shit that maybe some white people don't have <laughs> as much season built in <laughs> as other other people. So they can accept some of the season. <laughs> but like our, our mouths is a blank slate. We got to have the seasoning. <laughs> so some white people use Lowry's to a lesser degree than with us. Yeah. Some white people use it, and other white people they don't. They don't have to. It's built in. I would love. I would just. You know what? I wish <laughs> that I could right now, like leave and go to government name and uh, narrow plate to their homes and look in a spice cabinet to see. I guarantee. I just feel like everybody got Lowry's in their house, <laughs> like because it's just one of those things that everybody uses, and like. They have the regular Lowry's and they got the Lowry's with less sodium for the people with high blood pressure. And let me tell you Lowry's something. Lowry's is salty. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if you think that a container can just say seasoning salt and be sufficient, no. Lowry's <laughs> is the seasoning salt. I don't know what the fuck else they do to their shit. I don't know. Won't surprise me if they sprinkle some crack into the mixture. <laughs> Cocaine, not crack, because, you know, that's the other shit. But yeah, like they coke. sprinkle some addictive <laughs> into that shit and make you be like, damn, this tastes better than all the other ones. Not enough to get you addicted to it. Everybody use Lowry. So that is a Because I've had McCormick's. I don't even And know. I trust McCormick brand other things. But not seasoning. But not salt. seasoning salt. It's not Lowry's. <laughs> and that and the thing is, it's only a couple more items that you can find that's Lowry's. Like McCormick's yeah. do everything. Yeah, Lowry's don't really So Lowry said we fuck with seasoning salt. Maybe we'll do some lemon pepper because they got lemon they pepper. They do have lemon pepper. Or like a garlic that. powder. I think they got like maybe some garlics. But like we just focusing on this and making this shit delicious and it works. And the a testament to that is the fact that they have been a company forever and hadn't had to expand out. Because they make enough off of the seasoning salt because black folks buy it. <laughs> And and oh. white people with and white low people season with mouth. <laughs> but so the reason why I brought that up is because for me it's one of them quintessential black things. I would not have agreed to be on flower season and salt packages. I feel like I feel like that's like doing the McDonald's shit that Mary did. <laughs> I feel like they should just do a commercial with her dressed up in a high cholesterol suit. <laughs> I don't even know what it would look like. Like, I don't know how you would structure what high cholesterol look like and build a suit <laughs> by it. But, I mean, it seemed like she would be in the suit doing, like, being Tiffany Haddish. Because if I had, if somebody just listed down all of the celebrities and put, and the question was, who should be the se Laurie Seasoning Salt <laughs> representative? <laughs> Tiffany Haddish would be the fucking top three. Yeah, but what does that say? I would again. I would not want to be in the top three of people's mind for for somebody to represent. It's Tiffany Haddish, oh. fucking Lil Rail, and goddamn so comedians, huh? Comedians, yeah, just comedians. Tiffany Haddish, Lil Rail, and um, what's the dude's name? Who? This that's been singing this this new song. He a comedian, but he oh. got that song. Oh, Lil Duval. Lil Duval. Them three. 
And Lil Real because he fat. Well, but that might be why he wouldn't want to do He won't want to, but them the ones I would think of if you said who should represent, it ain't about who should do it. It's like them the ones I think of that like I would be like, no surprise. <laughs> they're my top three. I just saw that and I was and show on her Instagram. <laughs> Cause I didn't show you this. On her Instagram, like she's very proud of this apparently and so she posted a picture of her holding it like how you would think martha stewart would be holding <laughs> but i'm saying why shouldn't she be proud it's loud it is lowry's but oh well, she look like martha stewart but just holding <laughs> i mean that is not worse than the new orleans woman holding them boxes of popeye's chicken look she gonna be on the side of it <laughs> I don't I don't care. I like Tiffany Haddish. And you I'm know not what? Really a fan. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna stop and, and I don't know what would make me stop using Laurie's because and it's, it's delicious. A limited dish. Ain't nobody gonna stop you. Even if people look, people could fucking hate Tiffany Haddish ass. That is not gonna translate over into their love for That's Lowry's. why, you know, <laughs> Tiffany Haddish do your thing. I just I wanna know what other comedians got endorsements from other shit. I don't know. This is I so I didn't even I would not have pegged Lowry's as like a brand that's looking for celebrity representation. <laughs> Cause had they done this ever before? Has anybody else ever represented Lowry's and been on the bottle? I don't think so. I don't, not that I know of. And I've been using Lowry's since I left the house, <laughs> left my mom house because she was using Lowry's when I lived in it. That's just what you do. You use Lowry's, you season shit with Lowry's. It's just you know french fries like i don't care what it is you can put lyra's on it and it's going to make it 10 times better it's just what it is don't know what they use in their seasoning salt but it's fucking amazing and if you're listening to this and you're black and you've never used lyra's i'm gonna need you to go out asap and get you a bottle you will thank us later although i can't imagine how you ain't never used lyra's <laughs> i just feel like it's a rite of passage like we just that's what we do but i wonder if they've ever had any other celebrity endorsements that just Who, don't Lowry's? yeah it just don't seem like a company that would do that well you know it's I a think seasoning what salt. happens is things shit happen like uh somebody from the marketing team retire or ceo change and they change directions and like we don't know what's going on in the background and know who said hey let's get a celebrity endorsement we see what our last four quarter makes a been and it's consistent let's see if we could do something and pay some money that might boost it could be a loss could be a gain so i think that like structural changes happen and and it make a difference oh you know what okay let's look at some celebrity endorsements um and none of these com comedians what neil patrick harris heineken uh, LeBron sense. James, all the athletes get some endorsements. Yes, Sweet Steron, Dior, a whole bunch of high-profile celebrities do colognes and shit. Yes, those are not like that. Those all yeah. Athletes don't count. Rihanna and Puma, Sofia Vergara, uh, Procter and Gamble. Yeah, because she was doing uh she's done a couple of different things. Because Procter and Gamble covers a, a large. A whole bunch of people do Snickers. Yes. Um, Hungry while we just me. I'm looking for comedian. I put comedian in search and it didn't, didn't bring up a lot of them. 
I mean, I don't think they get right, you actors know. and actresses. I don't really count it as the kind. They not the kind of comedian that ha- Tiffany mm-hmm. Haddish is. They j- like they mostly do comedy, but I don't know. I guess right now she's more of an actress than a than a comedian because she don't do like stand ups. She don't do live. Yeah, but she don't do serious role like. I don't know. I Her and Kevin Hart, I feel like, are a different kind of actor. Because, like, they don't do serious role. It's, like, always goofy But well, Kevin shit. Hart got a serious role. What? Uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston is, uh, uh, he got some kind of disease that leaves him wheelchair bound. He can't move. He's completely paralyzed. And he's looking for a caretaker. It's just one of those shows where he's looking for a caretaker. He's Oh, uh, he a magical Negro. I get well. I don't know. It ain't like it's like the, the it's like Kevin Hart said. I want to be in a role like this, but I don't want to be a magical Negro. <laughs> so he got a lot of shit going on in his life to where it looked like they both kind of saving each other. Maybe oh, okay. like he learning a lot by taking care of somebody who is wheelchair bound. And I would have to see. I can't see him in a way, serious role. Re- regardless. Even if it is a magical Negro role, it's Kevin Hart being in a relatively serious role. Oh, my God. What? Le- do you want to do Leroy's letter? He did the letter? Elroy. Yeah, he sent it. It's long as fuck, too. Let me do it. Let me read it. I always read his letters. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, Jesus. It's so Wait long. a minute. Let's finish this first. Yeah. Uh, But I, yeah. he's playing a role. We'll see. I just don't think it's going Well, it ain't... I mean, what I'm saying is... It ain't a fun. I don't know if you can say, "Oh, he's a serious actor now," from him playing a role like that. But he got a little serious role. We'll see. But I just I mean, don't think he's gonna be convincing. Man, he's too get, goofy. He's people too be known. giving Tiffany had his shit. I I'm not a fan. I don't find her funny. I don't. I just don't. I like her energy. I mean, and she makes me laugh sometimes. So that's I'm enough for fan. me. I'm not a fan. But you know, get your coin. I just. It's just weird. I would not have. <laughs> on Larry's season, but I just I, if if anybody listening knows comedians like traditional comedians that have endorsement deals, let me know because otherwise Tiffany Haddish is doing her thing. And what you expect? She from the hood. She probably not seen this shit in her grandma's kitchen from childhood and was like, are you serious, Lowry's? Y'all want me? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, she probably think Lowry's is like fucking a gold nugget out here. It is in the hood. Like, for black folks, I'm sure it's a certain amount of black folks that was like, nigga, Tiffany Haddish is on Lowry's. <laughs> but it isn't something. It's not like Dior. It ain't like Charlize Theron getting Dior. Or it's not like... Uh, Rihanna and and Puma. It's not it's not one of those things that's gonna be across the board impressive because again for white people with seasoned mouths they just gonna be like a seasoning salt. I've never even heard of Lowry's. <laughs> Everybody know what Dior is. Everybody know what Puma is though. Lowry's is like one of them things that it's gonna be a certain demographic that's gonna be impressed by that. I guess is what I'm saying. Like white people that don't even know about Lowry's is probably just like why would she do a seasoning salt? Because they don't know how fucking amazing Lowry's is. <laughs> oh, I wonder if they have... Do they use Lowry's in the UK? Is it is it an international? Mm-hmm. Michael, if you're listening, whenever it is that you hear this, y'all got Lowry's? <laughs> why? I mean, I don't know why. That's a whole nation full of season miles. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, he and except he... Except Michael. He might not have a season Michael's some got some brown in him. He does. 
Yeah. And if you know any brown culture food, you know we fuck with seasoning. Yeah, we do. So he might know what Lavender is then. We'll see. Uh, Mike, let me know. <laughs> he probably he probably fuck with them traditional Asian seasonings. They don't yeah. use no damn seasoning salt. But they use. I mean, they use a lot of shit. The, Kim, the, what is the, it? Listen, Kikaman. I don't want to be really Kikaman's. I, I got some of that soy sauce in my kitchen well, right listen, now. Listen, I, don't know I, what culture, my, I don't know what culture you come it's from. Asian it could cult, be, yeah. I don't know which Asian yeah, culture it is. But the the with Asian seasonings because I make Chinese food out they lowest rung seasoning. Ain't Laurie still ain't got shit on it. Like <gasps> Really? No, I'm saying like there Laurie's is like uh Laurie's is like just fucking Flavored salt. <laughs> That's <laughs> all Laurie's is. Like it is Asian cuisine. They got damn. Well, yeah, they shit is potent. Like they, yeah. they seasonings are fucking. They exotic seasonings. They got them. Yeah, they're serious. Like they, uh, what's the green? I mean, they got a uh, mortar green. and pestle, and they got them blending. They grinding up seasonings and shit. What's the green stuff you eat with uh, sushi? Wasabi. Fuck wasabi. My God. Wasabi. Like they're burn they're, your mouth all the way. Their up. seasonings are intense. You don't have to use a lot of no, them, you and die. they make the food fucking delicious. <laughs> like every single item that you go into a Chinese restaurant, yeah, got its own level of deliciousness. Like so, you can add that to the conversation after he listens this episode. <laughs> yeah, we, just no do a pressure, separate, no pressure. Just a separate, a separate little section about seasonings, Mike. <laughs> okay. Leroy so, has a long fucking letter. Leroy got a letter. And I personally don't know how we went from, hey, Elroy, you said you was going to have a letter. You got one, and I can't do it now. I'm shooting ball to this. <laughs> he, I don't know. He's, I think he mentions what he was doing when he was writing. So. Okay, okay, okay. Because <laughs> I'm I, like, God damn, this is long. It, I told you. <laughs> He says, hello, darlings. Please read this in Freddie Mercury's voice. I don't really know Freddie's, Freddie Mercury's that voice. That was a good... That uh, was a good one. A little more feminine. A little more feminine, okay. Well, I'll watch Bohemian Rhapsody, and then I'll come back and try to do a that. voice. I'm excited about that movie. I'm such a fan. Bruno Fortuna and Buenos Dias Conversation Con Artistas. <laughs> It's about that time when I have to bother you with an email full of my deepest and darkest thoughts and pondering. So please oblige me and comment as you both do so well. Red, you slacking a little bit, or should I say, Queen Popsicle, the unicorn, on point always as you guess on point. I can't stand him. <laughs> I also apologize as I'm actually writing this in between games of King on the Court because, as you know, ball is life. Okay, okay, in between games. So he what? Yeah. <laughs> so I hope you was writing this. Before your first game started, not between losing games. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> the most memorable quote that I can remember is, Queen Popsicle, you are by far out of your damn mind if you don't think niggas be fucking in space. I mean, I appreciate a nice ass jiggle, so G zero G makes it jiggle even more. Plus, with the thrusting, you think some motherfuckers ain't going to experiment all types of the wall, literally anything. Yes, my wife thinks it's crazy. Why? Of course she does, because she has sense. I don't understand why y'all are so convinced that people are fucking in space. I just, I don't, <laughs> I just don't understand. I don't care how long I was in space. That's not even going to be crossing my fucking mind. You're in space doing space shit and fucking is what you decide to do. Some old shit you can do on earth. 
Like, what you mean some old shit you could do on earth? Eh. It's about the experience. You got people who have sex in the bed. You got to have some people who trickle out and have sex in the kitchen and other areas. You got some people who trickle out to have sex out in the community. So, what is a, so you can you brag have some and people say, that are in my high club. So you ought to be able to say you had sex in space? It's different sex. It's different. Zero gravity sex is going to be different. I just don't understand. Unless you don't set up to catch her. Like if, if you thrust too hard and she just floating away. That's a problem. <laughs> you gotta have a plan. That's why you gotta have a plan. You gotta plan for it. Y'all are crazy. Go on. <laughs> Number two, this chicken thing better fucking happen. We need plans. <laughs> damn it. We talked about the chicken uh, trial trial video. Yes. Review. We yes. gonna do that. We are okay? going to do it. We're trying to get it together. They are so hype about it. And I, I just mentioned it in passing, but once it was out there, everybody was like, what are we doing in chicken shit? We got to get it together. <laughs> we we did come up with the rules. And we did, and the, we uh, got a list of places. Did we get a list of places? We got a list of places yeah. when we went to Golden Corral. Okay. So, so oh, we just got to divvy up the places and decide on the day, but it's coming. We're absolutely going to do that. Yeah. Three, Mr. On Point, I sympathize with your voting reasoning. I do it so I can at least look like I care and to talk shit, but I do appreciate the summary of the amendments. It helped a lot. I do feel voting is pretty useless sometimes, but it ain't like we can just hit old people in the head and sound a new circuit judge in County 4 or whatever the fuck. If I ever run for president and win, A, God help you all, and B, first thing I'm doing is kicking Dan T. Kathy straight in the chops and opening everyone's play, favorite place seven days a week. God help us is right. If if Elroy become president... I take it Dan uh, T. Kathy is the Chick-fil-A owner. Oh. Because the only place in my head I can think of right now is that everyone's favorite place that's not open seven days a week is Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So, that's my deduction skills. <laughs> Let me know if I'm right. Four, still proposing this host swap for a week or two. Oh, okay. That's right. We're supposed to swap hosts yes. on every show to see how that goes. To just see what the dynamics would be with like us on other people's shows and them coming on here with us. Yeah, so, we need yeah. to do that. As far as the men on the download things, if you love pussy and fucks every... And fuck exclusively pussy, then that's what a motherfucker like straight, sweet pussy sad days. If you like dick and everything about dick, you would have had real trouble reading this anyway. You fucking right. <laughs> then by all means, suck that dick. If you fucking oh with God. both of them, my nigga, I'm sorry. You qualify as bi-damn sexual. You can't be straight and have both. That's something... That's someone saying I love vegetables and I only eat vegetables, but I like steak on the weekends in a closet <laughs> with my pants off or some shit. Just be who you want to be, damn. <laughs> Why the pants got to be off while you having the, the the chicken in the closet? But I, yes, I agree. Like I said, I'm waiting to hear what Michael has to say about it. But yeah, that's that was my point is that the whole concept of bisexuality is both. <laughs> Heterosexuality is the different and homosexuality is the same. So like, I, okay. I just, you know, I still don't understand. I'm going to wait for Michael. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody was a great, even though you old hoes didn't want to go. <laughs> Freddie Mercury, I'm calling it, and filed it with the necessary people, the sassiest bitch of all time. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he was. Sassy as fuck. Like, them teeth was my only. Whew, his teeth were so. And they were nat those were his natural teeth. They were just big as fuck. He had mm -hmm. horse teeth. Yeah, that, uh, I was watching a little documentary. It was a part of his childhood trauma. Like, mm -hmm. he used to cover his mouth. When talking. He could have got it fixed when he got older. He just decided. Because when Queen took off, he would have been able to get it fixed that he wanted to. Well, yeah. the way his teeth the way his teeth were was a part of why his vibrato was so... Oh, so, so he uh, with it. 
his own. Yeah, that, that had something to do with it. Mm. Um, and, and I think I mean you learn how mouth structure makes a difference when mm-hmm. you like informal training for music and so it's just something you wouldn't know as a child and as a child you didn't know that you you wouldn't know you would become a fucking one of the best singers to go down in history he's amazing and he is sassy and he was so amazing in his sassy like he was the kind of sassy where i feel like straight man might have been like he one of them people where straight man to be like he gay as fuck but he cool as shit like i feel like you can't even be mad at freddie Mercury because he was just so fucking amazing um yeah he died way too soon it's unfortunate get tested people or he died on time <laughs> i guess it depends on how you look at it we gonna have some real i don't want to get into that Go. i mean he died in the height of his greatness like a movie wouldn't be out if he died after he had sexually assaulted some men and women <laughs> then he wouldn't have a movie why would he have sexually why are you assuming that, that well that's what's coming out about stan lee now and it ain't like it ain't it was out before <laughs> but now like people are focusing on well he wasn't that great of a person and i'm but like he, man shut the fuck up he man. might still be alive all of the rest of the members of queen are still alive they actually helped with the they had a do you know any of their names hell no okay my point <laughs> fucking exactly i feel bad <laughs> i know what they look the like the reason we know freddie mercury <laughs> is because one he was amazing at freddie He's mercury amazing. and two because he died true oh why you just be another a, queen dude well and there was such a controversy around his death because people have been speculating that he had hiv for the longest because he lost all that fucking weight and was like a skeleton by the time he died and he would never admit to it he he like admitted to it and died the next day like he waited he was like bitch y'all gonna wait till i ain't gonna be here no more he had that eddie long package <laughs> wait wait no no hold on hold on eddie long had that freddie mercury package seven we should do an escape room before the year's out with everybody i want to see us as a whole team dynamic alternatively we all play games but yet none of us play games together i suggest friday the 13th um look i got the game pass cole jackson talking about getting the game pass but he we don't does cole have a xbox like okay i thought he had a ps4 he got both of them okay yeah he got both of them we need to find some game pass games yeah I wonder if Friday the Thirteenth no game pass. Let me know. Well, I check when I get out of here. Uh, Eight. I don't I'm think with it is. The, uh, escape room. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, we, I think we, we all get on each other's fucking nerves. We talked about doing this. <laughs> I don't we think did. you were there. Were you there? Yeah, I thought, we talked we, about doing mm-hmm. the escape room. Yeah, we need to do that. We need to do it, and we have enough people where we would have to share. Because you know, if you don't have enough people, then they'll just add folks in. But we, if all of us did it, it would be a big enough group where we would have a room to ourselves. So yeah. that would work. I know you've seen the teacher beat that student up. Now, I think he was both right, wrong and right. I was bitten by a child just about a month ago. Mm-mm. As an educator, mentor, or whatever you sh- uh, should or whatever, you should never lay hands on a child. But like I told Cole Jackson, I used to have teenagers his size, and if they get bugged, well, they just going to have to catch these eight trigrams, 164 palms, goddamn. <laughs> Naruto reference. <laughs> uh I love my job, but at some point, my safety is more important. And if you yeah. throw a basketball at me, you better knock me out because I'm not calling security. I'm calling the paramedics. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh. my dialogue is about the rules that we have set up for our society. Our society protects kids. And if you harm kids, then your life is going to get fucked. You won't be able to work with kids. They're going to come to your house about your kids. It will fuck your life up mm-hmm. if you work. And my problem is... 
that teacher was a mandatory reporter. So if a child came to school and told that teacher that my daddy did this shit that you did to me, he would have to report. So I feel like a person that's a mandatory reporter, when they're in that position, needs to have the restraint to be able to control how they react to kids in them situations. I mean, in theory. In theory, yes. But <laughs> if you can't do that, then you probably don't deserve to have that position. Because the reality is, this is not an epidemic. All Everybody in society keeps saying these kids these days ain't like this, ain't like that. But there is not an epidemic of kids punching teachers and teachers punching kids these are one-offs these are individuals who lost their strain in that moment if this shit was an epidemic yes we would have to address these kids but over the whole country the only story we got of a teacher hitting a kid is one teacher out of all the teachers that exist out of all the mandatory reporters that exist there's been a couple of other wasn't it a lady no she got hit by a student i'm talking about a teacher hitting the kid <laughs> Oh, okay. So you can't tell me that all these teachers that exist got this restraint, but you telling me that the kids are like this these days, but we only got one instance of one teacher that hit a kid. But that means that teacher don't got the restraint they need for the position. How many instances of teachers getting hit by kids is it, though? Probably a lot of them. But the nature of kids is that there's a system in place by which that kid life finna get fucked up for a year or two now. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like that kid just get off with doing that shit when they do it. And it ain't like an adult who do it should get off on it just because the kids be unruly. We this expect kids to be teacher. unruly. I, mm -mm, this is why I'm not a teacher. You know what I'm saying? This and I work with kids in a one-on-one -on -one setting where it isn't, you know. Mm -mm. I, that's why I'm not a teacher. I couldn't be. And, this is what, and not only that, but there are ways that me and you as professionals are expected to restrain somebody that need to be restrained. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure that there was a way that that teacher could have restrained that kid that showed more restraint than just straight out swinging a full-blown grown man-ass punch at him. That grown man punch had his kids and grandkids problems in that punch. <laughs> like, whatever he done been through in his life, that shit had the civil rights movement in it. That punch. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would be different if it was a slap. And the kid was little. The kid wasn't no big-ass kid. Don't he had it. a little bitty-ass yeah. peanut head. That's the kids that... You ever heard the Napoleon complex? It's usually the smaller people with the biggest attitudes. That's and and so... But the question I have... Because I don't think I don't think that teacher should have punched that kid, but I do think that kid deserved a punch in the face. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I'm stuck because I want him to be punched, but I don't want somebody that's in a responsible, authoritative position to punch him. You know, and so I was in a dialogue with somebody who was like, you know, uh, these kids need to learn to listen to authority. And when authority, uh, when they don't listen to authority, whatever happened to them, happened to them. Mm, no. <laughs> well that's the dialogue that a lot of people have like no. if you don't learn how to respect an adult then and you get hit then you deserve that hit well what about when it comes to the police we can't have the opposite dialogue when it comes to the police we can't tell the police that because they're in a position of power and authority they got to be responsible with that power and not use it inappropriately and say in a school sitting setting that this teacher who is in that authority of power shouldn't have that restraint. They shouldn't take that shit with kids and should be protected from it. it I just don't agree with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't have that shit always. You got to have a consistent message for it to move forward. But my question is, what would have been too far? Because apparently, a punch ain't that punch one too far for a lot of people. And I asked, what if he would have pulled out 
uh, a stapler and beat the shit out the kid. Then would it, would it, at what point do you say that's too far? When a child is disrespectful, what is the limit of what you can do for him because they were disrespectful? It got to be a limit. Yeah. You know, if you if, if he would have punched him and knocked three teeth out, would there have been more sympathy or would they still be saying, you know, well, he shouldn't have been disrespectful? That's the problem with discipline. And that's why DHR exists, because people don't have a measure of what discipline and abuse is. Mm -hmm. They don't have a measure of when is the limit on when somebody is disrespectful to doing something problematic. Where's the limit? Nobody knows. We got to answer that question before we can say whether that teacher was right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? And right now in our society, you can't punch a child in the face. No. Point blank. That's abuse. Even if it is your kid. <laughs> you, can't you can't do it. You so, have to come see me if you do. Okay. That's my uh, rant. <laughs> I'm off of it. What's this next uh, one? Number nine. Queen Popsicle, please let Sir On Point talk. <laughs> we need him to maintain that buffing, intimidating look and sound the past few shows. He's been an alt-white alt Nazi homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because your ass be cutting me off after I say some bullshit to try to get a contrasting point. We we talked about this. <laughs> we have talked about it. I don't, and I don't, it don't register. I just like, when you say something, I just be like, and then like, it's just. <laughs> I let you get away with it a lot. I have to call you on it when I look crazy now. And I've done that about three times, maybe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, 10. Also, for you, Queen Popsicle, you honk when you laugh, and I think it's amazing. I cried when I heard it, and it still holds up. I honk when I laugh? Yes. If you go back and listen to that episode where, ah, what did I say? It was, at, oh, about the dildo and the ass thing. <laughs> Your laugh then was like a fucking goose or something. I was honking? You gotta go back and listen to it. <laughs> okay, I guess if I really, if it, if it's really funny, maybe a new level unlocked. Maybe you didn't realize, <laughs> but a new level unlocked. Then and stop calling me Queen Popsicle, nigga. <sighs> it's here now. I don't, and, and you know what? The only way this works, Red, is that it gets replaced with something. Okay, that's what. I <laughs> It's going to get replaced with something at some point. We Trust me. We didn't saying it last week and today. The reason why this queen thing. I bought a pair of pants. Because <laughs> we didn't mention this last week on the show. You just put it in the group. Oh, and yeah. they start giving me shit about it. I have a pair of sweatpants. That has queen written down the side of it. And the reason why they think it's so funny. Is because I hate when niggas call me queen. I have natural hair. And. On these dating websites, I get a whole lot of hotel niggas who the way what was uh Grand Rising Queen? That was a <laughs> that was the latest one. Somebody sent me a, uh their first message said Grand Rising Queen, which I'm assuming meant good morning. He just had to like make it hotepish by putting Grand Rising instead of good morning. Um and so I I bought the pants not because they say queen, but they're really warm and it's cold. <laughs> and nobody would have even known that I had the pants, but on point decided that he needed to take a fucking picture and put it in a group. Because nobody would have known. Because I wore them here and I went back home. <laughs> it's like I had them out. You know? Well, for those of you who don't know, which are the other podcasters, this is for y'all, I guess. I wasn't paying no attention to her pants. I wasn't even finna say nothing. <laughs> at all. I didn't notice. 
wasn't paying attention. She brought it to my attention. And it's not conceivable that she did not know what was going to barrel roll from her letting me know it was on her I pants. I just thought you were going to laugh and we were going to move you, on. That's not what happened. <laughs> that is not what I do. Whether it's a gray shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. Gray shirt. Whether it's a random name that I connect to you or whether you Yeah, because Popsicle Unicorn is your fault, too. Because the episode where you were like, if you told me to call you Popsicle Unicorn, I would call you. So now I'm Queen Popsicle Unicorn. Why do you say fault? It is your fault. You do this. This is you. <laughs> but you say fault like it's not like masterful and intentional <laughs> and great. Greatest subjective. It's not my fault. It's my invention. It's my creation. Talking about some fault. And that's why he keeps calling me Queen Popsicle in his fucking. You point. something has to replace this, and you know what? I don't it even looks know what like it was I'm the before. catalyst. What was of it before? It being replaced because I wasn't. Y'all weren't calling me gray shirt. Y'all were calling him gray shirt. You can call me gray shirt. I don't think red velvet. It's been a bunch of things. Yeah. Over time. Anyway. Eleven. What happened to the poetry? Bring that hit back. I knew he was gonna notice because he was one of the people who really enjoyed it. Not everybody was. Bands. Maybe one day. Twelve. And as always, fuck the cops. Fuck twelve. We ain't worried. Not at all. <laughs> diamonds. Diamonds on my wrist look like McFlurries. Oh lord. Woo, 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 woo. I have no idea what's on this room. Mm -mm. All these thotties ain't got manners slurping. Oh lord. So I said that all wrong. I know, but you Migos, know what else? Probably. It, I'm certain it's the Migos. <laughs> well, that should be enough for you to marinate on. I'ma bug you guys in December. As always, I've been yours truly, empathetically, definitely, lovingly, and explicitly. SSJ Super Saiyan. Headband, Airroy, T, Ketchum, Nerd Plate, Incorporated. What are you doing the absolute most. <laughs> <clears throat> I appreciate the letter, man. Yes, thank as you. As always, he got it, it in there. It was because that's just who he is. He did. <laughs> it is. Oh my god! All right, you talked about Tiffany Haddish. I did. White women in hoodies. That sentence. Have you heard the story? <laughs> no. That were, sentence sounds ridiculous. It was some African-American teens kicked out of a mall. Okay. I don't know what mall. I don't know where. I don't really care. And it was because they have a no hoodie policy. And It's cold as fuck. What you mean you got a no hoodie policy? I just, and I don't agree with, like, I feel like if you have a no hoodie policy in the mall, you should have a mall that don't sell hoodies. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the whole mall you could buy hoodies anywhere. Hell like yeah. somebody can't buy a hoodie from the mall and then put it on after they buy it <laughs> in that mall because of the bullshit. That don't even make no sense. That you might so what's the stop from banning coats? You actually it would be easier probably for you to have some shit in a coat than a hoodie. Like the way hoodies fit <sighs> whatever. Listen, whatever. it would be it would be a better policy if they said we don't like for hoods to be worn in the mall. You know, it, as long as it's warmed enough, I guess there should be no reason that you have hoods on in the mall. One thing, but so, but real the reality is this is one of those policy where they highlight something that is done in the black community in order to selectively be exclusionary of that thing. Nigga, I got a hoodie on right now as we speak. Well, we ain't cold. in the mall. But I will go into I will go right down here to River Chase right now in this. Well, not with the and if it had so. a no hoodie policy, they'll kick your black ass out <laughs> like they did the mother boys. Okay, that's beside the point. Oh, it's so ridiculous. The point is, like, they do things like this at like events, high scale events. They'll say shit like no hats, no white t shirts, no chains, mm -hmm. you know, no uh, tennis shoes. They will create a situation where it 
passively puts out black people who participate in that culture. Clubs do that too. Like, what was the name of that club on Atlanta Highway that was real popular when we were at Don't know. AUM? Shit. It won Bluebirds. Oh, Fox and Hound? Not Fox and Hound. But it. Damn, they had a lot of the Sigma parties at it. Don't know. Didn't go to parties. Played the game. Halo. <laughs> I didn't go to a lot of parties, but oh, okay, I wish I could remember the name. But anyway, you would be in line outside and like they would make people get out of line for certain shit. I'm like, telling you that that is that. But exclusionary. that was like a black. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. Well, I mean, it's still exclusionary yeah. shit because all them places be owned by not black people. Yeah, they you know they still right. come up with policy where if we want you boomerangs. out of here, boomerangs. Yeah, if we want you out of here, we can put you out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so those policies reflect how to stigmatize a group without saying we racist. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you, we're not racist because we just don't want tall tees. We just want button up shirts. When in reality, you know that black culture participates in tall that. Tees, Not yeah. exclusively, but more likely than anybody else. Yeah. You know? So, and it's more likely that white people gonna have on stuff like boat shoes and collar shirts and shorts and not have on chains and not have on caps anyway. You know, they, they're telling you who they want there without telling you. Mm-hmm. And so, you can have a no hooded policy in the mall when you know that among the population that come there, black people are predominantly the ones that have on hoodies. Mm-hmm. So what happened was this police officer followed these boys around the mall the whole time. And when he got to a point where he felt like they were suspicious, he said, hey, we're going to kick y'all out, but it's because of y'all hoodies. That's the only reason, because of your hoodies. And so these four white women was like one white woman would say hey we want to point out the racial disparities in this policy we're going to wear our hoodies around and see what happens to us and they wore their hoodies around and nothing happened to them of course not until they put the hoods on when they put the hoods on security told them to remove the hoods but letting them go about their day they didn't get arrested they didn't get removed from the mall now an argument i got into with a dude was like um and this is this is how white people, and I don't really want to call him alt white. He had the best intentions. He's just an ignorant white dude. He wants to say that there was no reason for the boys to resist leaving the mall because it's private property. So the police asking them to leave, they should have left immediately because it's private property. Well, that's just not how shit works. That's not how it's supposed to work. How it's supposed to work if you're on private property, not putting up any kind of fuss, not causing any issues, you should be able to stay on that private property. Like everybody else in the fucking mall. Now, if you have a rule that somebody can't do something, regardless of how irrational it is, because not being able to wear a hoodie is an irrational rule, Especially it should be applied to everybody yeah. equally. Those women should have been asked to leave, not to take their hoods off. And that showcases how the disparity works. But see, white women, this is not how you combat that. You don't break the rule yourself to see what happens. What white women can do, because when white women ask for shit to be done, it get done, is to go to that mall and talk about that security and let them know that they have problems with how this 
uh, justice was carried on inappropriately and, and challenge it that way. I just feel like it it make a mockery of the struggle people have when you just show how easy it is for you to get away with it. I just don't like that. It don't it don't really bring me no feel goods because she out there. Well, I don't know if her goal was to show how easy it was for her to get away with it as opposed to... Because it's one thing for them to say that this is the rule, but showing that it's the rule only when it's certain people... Because before they did that, you couldn't say with any surety. You would assume it, but you couldn't say with any surety that they were only doing this to black kids. We can say it. Black people just don't... I mean, white people don't want to hear that shit. Oh, well, I mean... White people don't want to hear that this shit happened every day. They got to do their own experiments mm-hmm. and they got to be hanging out with black people for that shit to happen. We've been saying this shit's going on for the longest. But it hadn't been taken seriously. But with these white women going and doing it and showing the disparity and them being white and saying it, I think it does make it way more of a difference than if you or I got on here and said some shit like how that's fucked up and ain't nobody gonna listen to that shit. But it's, I don't know that they question. were trying to show how easy, I mean, cause they hate. I know that's what they're not what they were trying to show. But I think I think it's really short-sighted in how they was trying to achieve what they trying to achieve by doing what they did. You know, I mean, is 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 it supposed to be an expose? Like, are they supposed to be exposing somebody? Is that's what this supposed to be? If they had just gone and talked to the people, we wouldn't know about it. The reason we know about it is because they did something well, like going in the well, mall. Well, my question is, what's next? Because if don't nothing happen next, and if the white women don't do anything next, and if the policy don't change to be more inclusive, then but that's to say there's if, no point of it. Okay, so then that's to say don't try because there's no point. If it doesn't have the outcome that you wanted, don't even attempt in the beginning. You don't know what the outcome is going to be on the front side or something to you. I'm do. just, I mean, I'm just saying if you want to find out if the police are more aggressive with black people than white people because they, you know, brandished a knife or had a gun, you don't walk around the street with a pistol on your hip waiting for the cops to come it. whip your ass. There was a whole video of a white man walking around with an assault rifle and and police didn't say shit to him. Like, you don't remember that video that went I viral? do remember the video. Do, but when that happens, it gets talked about. Well, wh- what I'm saying is, as a black person, that's not how you find out the difference. That motherfucker could have got shot. Who could have got the shot? The black dude. Oh, well, yeah. I wouldn't. Look, that, I wouldn't well, I'm saying that. this is not how you do it. This, yeah. this is not how you do it if it's a white person and a black person trying to show the difference. And it's not how you do it if you're a white person with a black. It's not how you do it. This is just not how you do it. And you know what? What if they would have told them white women to leave? Then it wouldn't have did nothing. Like, this is not how you enact change in the system. It's not at all. Because what's going to happen is that security is going to say, we did address those white women who had those hoodies, and we told them to take their hoods off. The reason that these black kids got kicked out is because they didn't respond to a request to leave. Like, it's just but that. But the, the request itself for them to leave is different. That's that's the difference. But that makes the context by what these white women did different than what the black dudes did. Like, they're going to always be able to get out of it through dialogue. That's why I just don't think it's useful. I mean, if they had. Nothing against them, but. They I hope they do more shit. They didn't tell. They didn't ask them women to leave for them. They didn't even have the opportunity to put up a resistance because they weren't asked to leave. That's the difference. Like they can say, "Well, they resisted. They didn't. Um, they refused to leave." My but thing back to them would be because you asked them to leave. You didn't ask them white women to leave. You just told them take they your gonna, fucking hood. They're gonna go back and say that it was they were suspicious. They were acting suspicious. Like there's no way that you're gonna be able to draw a parallel because it's four white women. But them four white women going in there asking them to change the policy is not necessarily gonna do it either. Like 
because all they're gonna say is that it's a policy across the board for everybody like without showing a disparity without them having done that and showing like hey this happened when we did it this happened when they did it to just go in there because you don't like a rule and say well it's not fair that we can't wear our hoodies you think that they would have been more likely to change the rule if they had did that because they white women i don't know i doubt it White women get shit done. They do, but like and not. Expensive black women and other black people. Usually, sometimes. exactly. They don't get shit done. Usually in helping. Well, I need to know what's getting done. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what's getting done. But uh, but that's all. Let's talk about that. Um, what do I have? Okay, people, listen, I got tattoos. Love tattoos. They're amazing. I started on a sleeve and then I stopped. I still don't know if I, I think I'm probably done at this point. But I say this to somebody with a love of tattoos. Do not get your significant other's name or their fucking face tattooed on your body. It's stupid. It is not going to end well. It never ends well. Please don't do it. Just, just, just don't because it's so fucking stupid. Janae Iko decided to get Big Sean, not Big Sean's name. No, 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 no. She got a portrait of this nigga's face on the back of her arm. I'm going to assume that they have broken up. They haven't made any official statement, but now Janae got this big ass dragon tattoo all over her whole fucking back to to cover. And she's like, well, I, I, I covered up a lot of my tattoos. Okay, girl, but... <laughs> The only one that people knew about, like, I don't even know what, what other tattoos she had on her that got covered up. But the Big Sean tattoo, you can't even see that shit no more. The person who did the cover up did an amazing job. It never, it don't even look like his face was ever there. But just, it's not, as much as you want go into a relationship, obviously not assuming that it's going to fail. For me, the mere possibility that it could is enough for me to not get no forever shit tattooed on me. Because one, getting tattoos removed is way more painful than getting a tattoo itself. And ain't no guarantee. You're just going to have a bunch of scarred shit. It's just, it's just not a good idea. It's just not. Show your love in another fucking way. I'm not getting nobody's shit tattooed on me. I'm sorry. I'm just not. If, if you feel like I don't love you because I'm not willing to get your name tattooed on me, I, I don't know what to tell you, player. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I just it. feel like tattoos should be symbolic of of something important to you. I mean, he was important to her at the time. But that, <laughs> I an exact match face of somebody is not a symbol. It's their fucking exact face. That's not a symbol. It's a good ass portrait too. I don't know who she got to do with it. It looked just like that. She could have gotten. Like I feel like I'm not gonna say what she should have gotten. What I'm gonna say is that's a representative of the type of person she is. Whatever. But I would never get something that I would have to take off of me. Like <laughs> if if I want if I had something that represented that relationship that I had to explain to people, I think that'll be better. <laughs> because like it's not like like what unless that person did something to you where you got to remove every trace of them. <laughs> but I feel like anything that ever happened to you made you better. Tattoo removal. Unless you worse. <laughs> is fucking I had a client who got his girlfriend that did he ever get married i don't even think they ever got married got his girlfriend named tattooed down the side of his ribs now for anybody who don't have tattoos and don't know nothing about tattoos that is one of the most painful places on your body 
to get a fucking tattoo. Your ribs, right where your ribs are on most people, is not a lot of meat right there. Okay, and he was a skinny dude. So I could just imagine how painful. My um one of my friends got a tattoo and I was there with him when he got his tattoo on his rib. He cried. That shit hurts. That's the tattoo. So when they broke up, my client broke up with his girl, he was trying to get it removed, which hurts three times as bad. On the worst place on your body to get it. Stupid. Like I mean, her name in big-ass letters down the side of his torso. What the fuck for? Like, I just, I don't, I'm not finna do that. (laughs) It's it's just crazy to me. People who get names, faces, I don't even really want nothing that signifies our relationship. Because, again, even if you get that, if the shit ends, you may not have to explain to other people, but I don't want to look in the mirror all the time and see this fucking thing that reminds me of your fuck-ass face. I don't want to do it. I don't want to be reminded of you. So I don't, I'm going to know forever what the real meaning is behind that tattoo. If it's a tattoo that represents a relationship, the fuck I look like, no, y'all need to stop doing this. Don't do that. I feel like if you got to put some kind of tattoo on you about somebody, it should be a symbol. Something you can explain, <laughs> not their name, not a whole ass face. <laughs> I don't, it should not be anybody, even your child. I don't wouldn't even get my child next Don't get your child on you. What if they become a fucking psychopath and kill four people? Okay. This hasn't... Okay. You know I watched Murder Mayhem. Mm -hmm. There's a documentary on ID Channel about this boy named Paris. Paris. And listen, we didn't talked about this before. Parents, if you have kids that are murdering little animals, (laughs) you need to be concerned. So this woman had a son named Paris. And then... When he was 13, no, when he was 12, she had a little girl named Ella. And she went to work one night when Paris was 14 and Ella was three. And Paris beat the shit out of four-year-old Ella and stabbed her to death because he was mad at his mom. And he is serving time to this day like he don't he ain't even eligible for parole until um 2027 something like that but he is this, like and they didn't t- so she had put him in a uh facility and they tried to tell her you know they don't give him that um diagnosis that early but they tried to tell her that he had some homicidal tendencies she didn't believe him took him out got mad and took him out of the facility the same year later on that year he killed his sister and he said he was planning on killing his mama but he didn't realize how hard it was going to be to kill somebody and so after that he just and he said he called they had they played the 911 tape he called crying talking about i was having hallucinations and i thought my sister was a demon lies just he manipulative like he was and what's interesting about this particular case is that his dad his biological dad had schizophrenia his mom, the mom of his grandmother, uh, his mom's mom, killed her husband and got away with it. So, like, they got, like, a bunch of shit running through the family. He he really didn't have no. But she has since had another child. She got a little boy named Phoenix now. And 
she still go see her she go see her son every six weeks in prison and he write his little brother letters and but she was like she's forgiving him but she's scared to death of him and she would be terrified if he was like out on the street well so yeah don't get your kids name tell you don't know how them little niggas gonna turn out at all <laughs> i mean because imagine be. imagine all of the parties that you're gonna go to in the summertime is like, oh hell is that your son and your son's a murderer and you have to tell the story but not that he's a murderer like you got to be like yeah some of them don't turn out the way you want <laughs> and this was in abilene texas abilene texas is known for having um the most churches per capita of mm-hmm. it's like way too many churches. so they're super religious so when this shit happened they became like social pariahs like she said she would be in a grocery store and people would come up to her and be like how could you have not known that your son was a murderer how could you let that like just like bold as fuck so that you punch one bitch in the face and then stop all that shit you being nice and shit i would the first person who came up to me saying some bullshit you see what she got anybody else got questions (laughs) um but it was a very religious sound. So, like, if she had had him tattooed on her to make it work, because people already was like, that's the lady whose son killed her daughter. And, like, he massacred. He beat this little girl and stabbed her, like, numerous times. Little psychopath. Don't be getting people name on you, even your kid. You just never know. Like, it's just not a good idea. It's just not a good idea. But And now she got this. And I, who knows if she ever planned on getting as big of a tattoo. Her whole fucking shit is covered now in order to, like, blend this tattoo in. So I don't even know if she ever meant to get a tattoo that big. But, like, when you get a cover-up, it usually going to have to be something pretty elaborate so they can include all the shadows and stuff from the tattoo that you're trying to cover up. She probably didn't even plan on having no big-ass piece like that. But now you got to because you want to get this nigga face off your arm stupid don't do that it's dumb don't get people's name tattooed on you don't get their face i wouldn't even get nothing because again like you go into a relationship with the best of intentions but we all know that there is a possibility okay the shit i got tattooed on me it ain't at no point in my life where i'm gonna look at this shit and be like damn i hate this nigga or damn i because it all of it has something to do with me and they're meaningful to me <laughs> and they don't have anything to do with anybody else so don't do that y'all please don't do that oh it's such a bad idea and then with names when when you when it don't work out on you with your new nigga he gonna have to look at this nigga name all the time <laughs> and he might be insecure about that shit why you still got this nigga name on you or if he kind of do this, like, you got his name tattooed on you, why you won't get my... Like, I ain't finna deal with all that. I'm just not finna do Period. Not finna do I ain't finna get nobody's lip prints, because people was doing that. That was a thing. Getting, like, kiss prints on your neck. And shit, I'm just not finna do none of that shit. It's stupid. It's dumb. That's my rant about that. What do you have? Okay. Let me go on and, let me go on and get this out of the way. Why are you laughing? Jill Scott. Oh God. <laughs> That's why you laugh. <laughs> I just want to say something. Okay. Did people not know what the fuck Jill Scott been singing about for this whole time? No, because Shogun was one of the people that was like, he hadn't really listened to her. I'm like, you must not have, because Jill Scott been singing about shit like this forever. <laughs> if Jill Scott 
Why did I get married? If y'all thought that was Jill Scott, that ain't Jill Scott. <laughs> that is not Jill Scott. No. So let me read Crown Royal lyrics real quick. Oh, God. Go on. Your hands on my hips pull me right back to you. <laughs> I catch that thrust, give it right back to you. <laughs> You're in so deep, I'm breathing for you. Damn. You grab my braids, arch my back high for you. <laughs> Your diesel engine, I'm squirting mad oil on. Down on the floor till my speaker starts to boil. I flip shit, quick slip, hip dip, and I'm twisted. In your hands and your lips and your tongue tricks. And you're so thick and you're so thick and you're so crown royal on ice. That is the song Crown Royal. And it's not about Crown Royal being what they drunk. She's comparing mm -hmm. his thickness to the thickness of Crown Royal to other thinner alcohols. Mm -hmm. That's that's her. This is one of her early hits. <laughs> like She had a whole song. Do you remember getting in the way when she whooped that bitch ass in the video? Yes. Like <laughs> Jilly is. You're from getting Philly. in the way of what I'm feeling. I want the D. And I'm finna beat your ass. You can whip. <laughs> like, she's from Philly. She's from Philadelphia. Like, I don't know why people thought. I really do people think people thought she was in real life like her character, the real meek and mild character on Why Did I Get Married? That is not Jill Scott. Let's take a long walk after dark in the park. She's not trying. I mean, like. Yeah. <laughs> listen. They fought. They won. <laughs> they going to get some shenanigans. Number two, they going to find a body and Law and Order episode going to start. Yeah, feel it? Hell yeah. yeah. Like, it's just it's but, just funny to me that people were surprised. Like, this is Benji Oscar. She wasn't, fin they, she wasn't trying to go in the park to have a picnic. She was not. Not after dark. She was trying to have a dick nick. I'm going to tell you that. A dick nick. <laughs> no food. Just meat. <laughs> Look, it's just so funny that people didn't know that. Like, but it's crazy to me. It's just crazy that it's crazy how limited some people's ability to focus is until you have a visual. <laughs> you know, this song on my this song been on my playlist for like five years on Spotify. It's so you know funny. what I'm saying? Like I listened to Jill Scott and I'm like, Jill Scott a freak. When I saw that shit, it was like it's no surprise. Yeah, she was it was like no surprise. <laughs> She said, because she, you know, she's been seeing people talking shit about it. And she was like, she even was like, I don't know why y'all are so surprised. She was like, people been getting laid after my concerts. <laughs> and it's true. Like, you don't take a girl to Jill Scott. Con like, you take her to that concert knowing that you more than likely are going to get it in when you leave. Because of the the subject matter that she's saying about i just can't believe people didn't know that it's just so funny that that people made this such a big ass deal and she was just like you ain't know <laughs> well I mean, you know i think it's it's just one of them things where you have a woman black woman that is just sexually open sexually free with her dialogue and it's hard for a lot of people to accept that shit. still it's hard for people to accept mm -hmm. that shit. A, a, a woman that's sexually open. Because Rihanna blew everybody's mind when she was just like, fuck y'all, I'm going to do what I want. Yep, I was with him. And yep, I, you saw me coming out of his room. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but Jill, Jill Scott been doing this for some time. Yeah. And it's just, people it's just interesting to see that people didn't know or, or the didn't know what the fuck was she so was talking crazy. about. Like when I, when I saw it, I was like, why are you talking about Jill Scott? Then I saw it, I was like, 
y'all late as fuck. I mean, I see, I see why they talking about it. The aesthetic to somebody <laughs> who don't really know is definitely yeah. It's a whole bunch of dudes that ain't getting hair like that. Everybody ain't getting that two handed pepper grinder going on. I saw that on a meme, by the way. I don't want to steal it, but <laughs> everybody ain't got that going on in their bedroom, Jeez. you know. So I can see how the aesthetic, you know, but. I mean, she finna definitely get some increased sales on her yeah, yeah. her music. Because yeah. dudes out there being like, why you can't be like Jill Scott? <laughs> huh? <laughs> you ain't like no but a damn pigeon out on the New York streets picking up bread. <laughs> I want the two-handed pepper grinder slobber action like Jill Scott. Watch the video again. Replay. <laughs> he done played it 20 times already. Look. Oh, my God. Well, if you had microphone meat, oh, maybe, maybe we can figure something out. Oh. We'll cut you deep, won't we? <laughs> so we might as well talk about Michelle Williams. Yes. Um, Michelle Williams is engaged to Chad Johnson. I don't know who he was till she became engaged to him. And they have a show called uh, Chad Loves Michelle. Michelle Loves Chad, one of them too. If you don't know Michelle Williams, Michelle Williams was a member of Destiny's Child. How do they not know Michelle? Now she's Destiny's stepchild. If I think I, she was Destiny's stepchild when she was in Destiny's yes, Child. That, but that's why, and I she hate was it. falling and shit. She <laughs> was always the one fucking up. Her dance moves was weird. It's a video of her trying to twerk while she can't. the other she's ones. Tiny. <laughs> she was just doing that little back, her back, back was, push out thing. <laughs> she's so little. Um, yeah, Michelle has never been the and more... That, but what level of disrespect is that? Like, they sat in a room and they was like, okay, okay, I, I know that you're not going to sit well with this, Michelle, but we going to, it's a twerk move in the middle of the show. God damn it, y'all. I done told y'all, don't be putting no, tw listen, we've been not twerking for a long ass time. That's the thing. You, you, she's in the minority. Kelly and Beyonce can twerk. So, Michelle, sorry, you had outvoted. It's just what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what it is they could at least they could at least show her how not to just push her back out twice but that even, was weird but it's she can't dance i don't know if you remember the soldier video the song soldier with um ti and lil wayne mm -hmm. when michelle was singing her verse <laughs> she was doing this little hip wiggle move but it it it, it looked painful it looked like she was seizing up because she was it's, <laughs> She was moving her whole body. Like, she don't know how to focus in on an area. Look like because twerking is focusing in on an area. It's not your back. It's focusing in on that dip in your back. But she can't focus in. She probably in. got osteoporosis. She got something. Because that shit. Oh, my God. That little move she did on the Soldier video when she was singing. I was like, oh, no, Michelle. <laughs> Poor Michelle. Poor Michelle is actually a... Um, <laughs> What is it? Not ready. Um, uh, what is it? Well, people put a lot of posts. It's not Reddit though. It's um, you just do hashtag, hashtag poor Michelle, and they have all these pictures of her fucking up on it, or just being different. Like Beyonce and Kelly have on the outfit, and then Michelle's would be way different. <laughs> but that's why I feel like I had to let the world know who Michelle Williams they is. Know because who number she is. one, she that name joke. is bland as fuck. 
Well, there's a white actress named Michelle Williams, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could be talking about any Michelle Williams, (laughs) but when you connect her to Destiny's Child, now you at least know. Now, if you don't know who Destiny's Child is, you done fucked up. You you a Mormon. (laughs) Not a Mormon. What's the people that live out there and don't be fucked with technology? Oh, not a Mormon. uh, um, Amish. Amish. Yeah. You're Amish. Um, No offense to uh, regular people. So they have a, they got this reality show, and let me just say this: I, I I don't ever think that this is a good idea. It's never a good idea when couples have reality shows. It doesn't turn out well. Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson, I think, kind of started this off. Um, I think they were like the first like big couple to have a show together, and them niggas end up getting a divorce. And all it did was highlight how stupid Jessica was because she's forever gonna be known as asking if chicken of the sea is tuna or chicken. <laughs> um, so I just I cringe every time I see people. It's just not gonna be good for your relationship. You, it's gonna put people in a position where they're able to make all these comments. Michelle already got depression issues. She had to be hospitalized here recently um, for some mental health issues. She gets picked on a lot, you know, and I'm sure that has an impact on how she feels. And so to me, it just wasn't a good move for them to do this show. So now her her fiance Chad Johnson is like a sports chaplain. He um he's a pastor, but he only works with like athletes and their families to get he gets paid to do that. And he has a nonprofit, a charity for urban youth. And you look at him and you might think he's spicy white, right? You might think he mixed. He's not. He's just white. He look mixed. He looks mixed. He looks a little spicy. He's not though. He's just pure white. And there is a picture going around of him with his family, and they look like something out of rural Alabama. <laughs> he de- they definitely white. They white, white. They southern white. Um, but they're also Trump supporters, and so people have been giving Michelle a lot of shit about that. Like, it just, where she is, it seems like she's very fragile when it comes to, like, people's perception of her. That just wasn't a good idea. Like, the show... It just ain't a good idea for her to do this because this just gonna give up people more shit to talk about when it comes to her. And it'll be different if they were more popular. Yeah, that's it'll too. be different if at least the relationship seemed like one that the world supported. Because if you know anything about um social, what word am I looking for? Media. Not social media, but uh constructs public opinion public opinion if you're liked and valued people oh, yeah. will support the shit out of you like if somebody come after you they will get roasted like beyonce and the beehive you'll and... never be a beyonce or beehive you'll never have that michelle and but, or even rihanna and her navy like but <laughs> all i'm saying is when people like you they'll never they'll never be about to fight somebody in the walmart for your ass no. not you no they will for beyonce yes but you get enough people to like you then that's something that they will defend you about but y'all don't have that you no. you just michelle and he just white pastor who nobody even knew of until they got together like, and they met at some kind of a religious retreat that she went to because she was in such a depressed state and like i said it's just 
it wouldn't be a good idea. I would say this even if it was Kelly. I would say this even if it was Rihanna. Anybody who is having self-esteem, self-image issues already don't need to put them in a self where they or, or put themselves in a place where they are going to be scrutinized even more. Because not only not not only are they going to be scrutinizing you, they're going to be scrutinizing your choice and relationship. They're going to be scrutinizing him and telling you why he. They already talking shit about him being a Trump supporter and his family being, you know rural alabama white like like they already talking shit and so i just don't think it was a good idea for her to put her life out there like this like this just wasn't a good idea like michelle need to find i think she's been doing some stuff on broadway she needs to just do that marry her white man and live her life like you do not need to be letting folks in to have all of these opinions and you know they're they're religious and so they're not having sex they made a big deal about that they were on the breakfast club and did an interview um they're not having sex when before they get married oh okay i thought you mean like after they got married no 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 they're gonna do what uh sierra and what russell wilson said they did (laughs) i don't know if they did or didn't but wait until after they get married to have sex that's what michelle and the pastor uh, say they gonna do which are they married they're they engaged oh they're the so michelle loves chad chad loves michelle whatever way it go is following their it starts um with him proposing to her and then it's supposed to be i guess their journey to that down out i don't know it ain't a good idea she's just not in a headspace she's not secure enough in herself because you have to be very secure because you're gonna read a whole lot of bullshit about yourself and you're the kind of person who already is, is suffering and dealing with shit that just ain't the move to make. Like, I just don't think it was a good idea. I wish them the best. I mean, I ain't got no problem with her marrying somebody white. Like, a lot of people had some shit to say about that. She the only member who married somebody white. Because Michelle, hus- I mean, not Michelle. Kelly's husband is black, and we all know Jay-Z is black. Um, but whatever. She had to- Michelle has always been different from Kelly and uh, Beyonce. She's always been the more conservative of the three of them. She's always been the more outwardly spiritual of the three of them. Like she's just always been that. So I'm not surprised that she is engaged to a white pastor. Just I'm not. So I mean, she's already been religious and, mm-hmm. and she already ain't got no twerk booty meat. So it ain't even, I didn't see skinny people twerk. Michelle just ain't got no concept. She don't know her body, I guess. Cause she don't. Again, she can't access the parts of her body. But that's probably why she's more attractive to a white man. <laughs> she more yeah. Oh, that's so unfortunate. What? Mm. That that's why she's more attractive is because she got more of a white aesthetic, body wise. I mean, it could be. That's sad. Ugh, I don't want to ever. I never want. This is why when I was skinny, I hated it. I I didn't want. I would never want nobody to describe me that way. I don't ever want to be like a white man's aesthetic. <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. I mean, I still am. They, I'm exotic because my natural head of some of them. So, but it's some slim, thick women out there that can, you know, twerk. Yeah, you know. Kelly, so I, I mean, think Michelle Ke- Kelly is thin. Kelly is not curvaceous. It has uh, curvaceous is Beyonce. Kelly is thin, but Kelly has curves. She likes slim, thick, and she knows her body, so she can access the points that she needs to to twerk. <laughs> So it probably, I mean, have more to do than about twerking, but well, you know, and she's super religious. This. She probably never. You start dancing and shit. That start early, right? Like high school, 
you be around with your friends listen. And so if you if you friends with people that's listening to Yolanda Adams and shit else, you never gonna learn how to dance. You never gonna have access. <laughs> you know, college same thing. You go to all these parties, like everybody that's just what it is. But Michelle just seemed like she done led a very conservative life for most of her life. So she just ain't had access to this shit. So the reason that this is a problem to me uh, ain't even about this being, let me not say it's a problem, but this is a dilemma in the whole situation. Uh, so this this show is about them going to counseling for their relationship. That's what the show is? Yes. Yes, the show is... Chad loves Michelle, follows the couple as they seek marriage counseling and work through William's battle with depression. Okay. So this the second episode was them at their therapist. Well, I know, but the marriage counseling part is what you have to do in order or not, you don't necessarily have to. You do have to sit down with the pastor that's gonna marry you. But I just thought that was a part of the wedding prep of them moving towards getting married. I well, didn't know I don't like... know if that's wrong or not, but that, that's what this article mm-hmm. says. And in this episode, an issue about race came up. Now, I think that if you are in an interracial relationship, you need to respect that other person's culture. That's why I don't date interracial no more. Finding somebody that's capable of doing that is hard. Not everybody. Uh, Love Life of an Asian Guy, which is a page that I follow on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Which, with his articles and shit, he's either hit or miss to me. You know, when he hit, he hit a home run. When he missed, then he fucked up. <laughs> uh, but he's his he's Filipino, mm-hmm. and his wife is black, and he said that. They both respect each other's culture and each other's dilemmas with their own culture. They respect her. He he was like, if she say this is what's going on with black women, I say, true, I support that. If I if if I say this is what's going on with Filipino and these are my dilemmas, then she's like, true, I support you. Yes. You know, that's what it is. In America, black and white is a very, very hard dynamic because the history that we come from is one that we still haven't spoken on Mm -hmm. to the point that even if a black person dates a white person that is absolutely supportive of black shit, white people going to shun them. Yep. You know, because it's some shit we ain't discussed yet. And then there is a level of black people that even if you're dating the most wokest, aware white person ever, just the fact that they white makes them think there's a limit on how black you can be. My dad is racist as fuck. (laughs) I could not bring home somebody white and I could not bring home somebody Hispanic because he or Latino. He feels like everybody that's Latino is Mexican, first of all. So... (laughs) He going to be offensive in the first five minutes because especially if it's like a Puerto Rican or somebody of another, he going to assume they're Mexican because that's just who he is. Um, So and his side of the family is not very accepting of that kind of shit. (laughs) So, My daddy, when we was little, told me and my brother, don't y'all bring no white bitch to my house. God damn. We was little. We was like 10. I was 10. My brother had to be 7 if I was 10. (laughs) No, it couldn't have been that young because he didn't get out of jail. I was down 14. I was 14. My brother was 11. Damn. He like had a whole bunch of shit he wanted us to know when he got out and he just told us shit we shouldn't have been told. No white bitches. What did Chad say that was 
problematic. Um, it sounds like they were having a conversation, and um, and she said she was she telling the therapist about a, a something they said to each other. So mm-hmm. we don't we didn't get the exchange. Mm-hmm. And she said, I said something to him on the lines of, well, Chad, because you're not black, you would not understand why I communicate the way I do. Maybe because you didn't grow up around a lot of black people. So that was very offensive to Chad. What? In retaliation, he said, uh, uh, her fiance mentioned her mental health struggles and inquired whether she took her medicine that day. Uh She said, and this is not to justify, but yesterday when we had a disagreement, he said, did you take your meds today? Michelle told a marriage counselor. So that's problematic for a couple of reasons. One, instead of you trying to better understand why she said what she said, you automatically reject it and get offended. Instead of you trying to understand why there might be certain things you aren't going to understand because you didn't grow up around black folks, you automatically just reject it as something that's not true because you find it offensive. Two, Making fun of somebody's mental health is never okay. And why he's not directly making fun of it, assuming that any time that I disagree with you is because I hadn't taken my fucking medication, would be a problem. That's rude as fuck. I mean, and 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 the reality is, he was invalidating the potency of her conversation by assuming or or gesturing that the reason that she's having a dialogue she's having is because her medication is somehow compromised. And not that it's actually true Yeah, and not her. that's what she really feels, what or she really how, thinks, what, what she really believes, and that, that in her right mind. Now, I do have I do have a caveat for this conversation. Um, because I didn't watch the episode, and I don't have a lot of the dialogue right here either. But reading some of the comments and some of the people that responded to it, it sounded like all of this was in an argument. So it don't matter. something that you also can't do in an interracial relationship, even if you're a black person, is if you're arguing, arguing, have this blanket. Oh, you just don't understand because you ain't black. Like you can't do that shit either. True. You know, from my perspective, like that's a conversation you have outside of anger. Like that's a lot of conversation to have outside of anger. Mm-hmm. Like get your conversation over with. Don't bring up that shit. If you got to bring up a way to invalidate an, your inability to convey what you're trying to convey, you shouldn't do that shit. They and they, they and, and so he retaliated. But you don't need to be one up in each other. Yeah, that's a that, problem. That's fucked up. Both both it's fucked up both ways. But you know. The reality is, the history we got in America, the way white and black people are set up, you kind of need to know where your person is as it pertains to race. That's just not some shit you can afford to not talk about. See, that's the reason why I stopped. Because I don't want to have to explain. You know what I'm saying? I want somebody, because it's already enough shit within relationships you have to work through, compromise on. I don't want to add another layer of he doesn't understand where I come from. I don't necessarily completely understand where he comes Like, I don't want to add that layer on. I just, I don't want to have to explain to you. I don't want to have to have these fucking conversations. Like, I just don't. So, for me, that was part of the reason why I just was like, I'm not going to end up with somebody in a race. It's just not going to happen because I know that relationships are already a lot of work. And there's already a lot of conversations that need to be had 
had in order for the relationship to be successful i don't want to have to add this heavy ass race shit on top of it i just don't it just sounds exhausting i'm in a group uh so love life of an asian guy uh he's got llag fam and that's a group where it's just supposed to be no race well not no race talk but no you know stories and shit no inflammatory shit it's supposed to be like a, a just a chill group basically and uh it's a lot of brown people in there that date white people and all the brown people in that group be on some mayo shit you know dissing white people that mm -hmm. shit that passive aggressive ass white people dissing shit but a, a lot of like especially the black women a lot of them are in relationship with white guy and that's fucked up i'm just <laughs> i'm just confused to the correlation between your level of overt wokeness or maybe covert wokeness but dating a white person it just it don't make sense but uh it's just every now and then they have a post somebody put up a post that say have y'all ever dated a white person or if you were a white person would you ever would you do it again if you knew what you knew now and a lot of them be like no nah, like no but they with the person you know <laughs> and so i mean Terrible. that's just <laughs> to me that's just an indication of you need to know where your mate stands on race you really need to know how your fucking person the same race as you stand on race mm -hmm. to be honest because you i don't want to be and i don't yeah because i don't want to be with somebody that's got problematic views and, and we have i don't want that neither listen <laughs> if 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 with, if with marriage i becomes we our views need to be somewhat in the same they need to live in the same apartment complex <laughs> you know you can't your ideas and mine can't live across town and think that shit gonna work out yeah it's not it, it's it's not it's gonna be really complicated if you're a white person you need to know if you black lives matter you need to know if your mate all lives matter some of this shit is some divorce worthy <laughs> shit you can't just sit on how you feel about other things because it's gonna impact a lot of areas like if you black lives matter and your, your spouses all lives matter when you have kids and your kids going to school and bringing home different friends that might become a, like some of this stuff will impact other areas like it won't just stay in that little bubble of conversation it will have an impact on how y'all look at other people how y'all interact with other people it could be problematic at the end of the day this dialogue is just about knowing who the fuck you will mm-hmm uh, and you're it's a lot of things in society that's <laughs> going to happen after you become in a after you get in a relationship this what you is, laughing at because it's so fucked up but like if i had met his family seeing that picture that i saw <laughs> who chad family oh. like if i walked in the house and them niggas was sitting on the couch <laughs> no i wouldn't have been comfortable at all like it ain't possible he ain't heard his family say nigga oh no they say nigga all the time they it's not like possible they, they just look like they say that shit <laughs> y'all need to look up this picture like it's not hard to find but it if i i could not imagine so imagine going to like a family event with him this is what his people gonna look like i'm not gonna be comfortable in that in that atmosphere and my family what i will say is my family will they might they gonna tell me later on how i'm fucking up but we done had my cousins and brought all manner of people home for thanksgiving and shit so they're not gonna cut a fool or act crazy in front of that person now you might be told not to bring their motherfucking ass back but they're not gonna like 
do no over or covert shit to embarrass you or make that person feel uncomfortable i don't know that white people always feel that way like i feel like if i went to a family event with him with his folks looking like that they wouldn't give a fuck about me feeling uncomfortable they wouldn't give a fuck about me feeling like I, they don't want me there i feel like they would let me know that they don't want me there. <laughs> they just look like them kind of people so a minute his family it would have been ov like no <laughs> because you gonna want to go around your family and i'm gonna be like i'm gonna sit this one out like i'm never gonna want to go that and it's gonna be problematic so that had a that has a lot to do with it too like i don't want to be in spaces where i feel uncomfortable in my personal life like you can't help that professionally you can't help that in a lot of other areas but like in my private i don't want to have to be sitting at home on friday like god damn i gotta go <laughs> see his hick ass really i don't want to i don't want to feel that way i don't want to feel that way i don't want to i don't want to live my life like that so you know his family would have been a deterrent for me i ain't even met these folks they might be really sweet but just living down here and interacting with with white people that look like that mm -mm. <laughs> i would never be comfortable never. um that was mine chat was michelle's mine that was my story but the second part of it was mine <laughs> you was done with it about the reality show i was and oh. I brought up the specific instance of the second episode. So, high school bans expensive winter coats to stop poverty shaming, which... <sighs> Woodchurch High School in Wyrill? This is in England, so this ain't over here. Um. Has banned students from wearing jackets from Canada Goose, Montclair, or Pyronex over here is like glassware. <laughs> So, that's pyrex is it is it pyrex and not pyronex pyrex okay so pyronex apparently makes clothing which costs up to a thousand pounds shit twelve hundred dollars i ain't gonna buy my kid no twelve hundred dollar jacket any goddamn way yes you would <laughs> no i would twelve hundred dollars i really feel like even if i became rich i've been poor for so long that my poor man's eyes would still be like twelve hundred like i could have 12 billion dollars in the bank and i'm still gonna be like twelve hundred dollars for a jacket <laughs> i feel like i've been poor too long i don't i don't know that i could ever get to a point where i'm like oh it's just twelve hundred get it i don't know if that ever happened i think i've been poor for too long it's about quality i get it but twelve hundred dollars for one jacket that a child is gonna wear and grow out how of much money you got okay you ain't gonna wear the jacket for that long i'm completely against like just the same way i'm against people buying um high-end brand shit for babies that baby gonna piss and throw up on that damn thing and maybe wear it twice Listen, before they me, grow out of it let me tell you let me tell you something okay <laughs> when you're playing fallout back to video games when you're playing fallout <laughs> and you kill a raider mm -hmm. and you take their armor it's some bullshit ass low level ass I play games where, yeah. okay yeah you gotta spend caps to upgrade that to a point where you can sustain damage sustain <laughs> the weather not get diseases through it it costs extra money there are okay? jackets that don't cost twelve hundred dollars to keep your kid warm see it depends on the level the level of warm is what you talking about <laughs> see your ass talking about warm enough for what i'm willing to fucking pay that's what you talking about it's a difference between warm and warm enough. You ain't out here in the fucking Alaskan wilderness walking around. You just need to get to the bus 
and then into the school. You know? See, that's that just enough <laughs> shit you're talking about. That all everything you saying is just enough. Because I'm poor. All you need is <laughs> period, period, period. <laughs> I'm poor. I'm telling you. Even well, if I'm I became telling you rich. in this scenario, oh, you one of them. You, uh, you can take a take a girl out the hood, but can't take the hood out the girl. Country would be the difference. So yes. No, it'd be poor. You could take the poor out the. You could take the girl out of the poor ass shit, but can't take the poor ass shit out of her. <laughs> Pretty much. Buy your you rich now. Buy your damn kids the best jacket you can fucking find, and make them work for it because you They're don't want gonna, them to feel entitled. But make sure they work for that shit. I don't for kids shit like teenagers, older teenagers. Yes, but little kids that grow kids grow so fucking fast. They're gonna wear that jacket like one time, and kids lose shit. I can't tell you how many times I had listened to my coworker and be mad as fuck because her daughter then left her North Face jacket and then lost the shit. She don't even know where the fuck she put it. Kids are irresponsible. I'm not giving you a twelve hundred dollars because if you come home without that jacket and you tell me you don't know where it is, I don't care if I have enough money to buy you a twelve hundred jacket. The fact that you were so disrespectful <laughs> to my money would <laughs> be upset about it. See that, the fact that you connect disrespect <laughs> to your money, not your me. value of money, not the kids, because they don't understand your value of money, and expect them to understand the value the same that you do. That's why I ain't gonna get them nothing. That I'm be if they, if I buy them a regular North Face jacket that ain't twelve. It's I, a nice jacket. I feel like it don't matter for you. I don't give a. <laughs> it don't matter how much you spend on that jacket. If they leave it somewhere, they getting their ass beat, and you well, gonna have this same conversation with them. And I don't. I, and to be honest, I don't think it differs between whether the coat was twenty five dollars or twelve hundred. The fact you, the fact is, you would feel disrespected because they lost some shit you paid for. <laughs> Maybe that's why I have kids. Maybe I'll, I'll get. Anyway, <laughs> the school sent home a letter. <laughs> to parents and explain to them their reasoning behind this decision. As you are all aware from an email that was sent out yesterday, pupils will not be permitted to bring in these jackets after Christmas break. The support from parents uh, carers has been overwhelmingly positive and we are thankful for this. Some have also asked where the Pyronex coats, which are also in a similar price range, with some also having real fur, what? <sighs> whatever, will also be prohibited. I am writing to confirm that these brands will also be prohibited after Christmas. Thank you for the ongoing and support i mean look and so this is when in over here in the u.s when they start doing uniforms in public schools one of the things when i was in school because i wore uniforms like shit that i was so excited to go to junior high because i was like oh i'm gonna get the wear i want and a year before i went to seventh grade <laughs> to uniforms and one of the reasons they gave was that it was gonna cut down on like kids um uh, and brands but you can find name brand khakis and name brand white shirts with logo like it that's not gonna a parent that wants to buy their kid something that's like a hybrid they're gonna still do the shit because you can buy the most basic of clothes from these brands as well so it didn't necessarily stop it um for ours for our school system that was considering uh uniforms they was because of gang activity we ain't had no game. We they was country. trying to limit people wearing colors and shit. Uh, we didn't, we it wasn't we didn't have that. So they were saying that there was so much of a discrepancy between and of course this ain't we from the country. So this is shit like polo or the you know these are not like crazy brands, but 
they were trying to cut down on kids feeling left out or feeling and it's just like you're not going to be able to completely eliminate shit that kids are gonna get jones for. these goddamn pyronex coats look like they made from airplane insulation nigga i don't know what the f- <laughs> let me see <laughs> <laughs> these motherfuckers look like they warm as shit <laughs> look at them holes. oh my god yeah i'm hot looking at it. it look hot <laughs> see like i want to be in a coat that feel like i'm on the inside that's what i want to be in and you know what sometimes that shit costs twelve hundred dollars how much is them jackets $500. Okay. What the These are kids' versions. Whatever it is, they said up was a $1,200. I mean, I'm pretty sure some of them brands cost a lot of money, but I'm pretty sure that the quality I mean, comes I with it. Yeah. Well, so now them parents going to have to buy lower quality jackets to make other parents or other kids feel Or if better. they rich enough, they can buy all the kids' power next jackets. They ain't going to do that, though. I know they ain't going to do that, <laughs> but this ain't the solution. <laughs> Listen, this is not the solution. Like, this is just putting a mask on poverty. <laughs> and you think them kids, you, listen, you think it's going to make a better time for the kids with cheap jackets that the reason that the rich kids can't wear their expensive jackets is because y'all are too poor? Y'all, we got to wear cheap jackets because of y'all, and y'all think that's going to make it better? It's going to be worse. It's going to be a whole lot of kids getting their ass, bitch, I'm cold because of you. It's going to be a kid with a, they going to find with a jacket stuffed in his ass in a locker <laughs> because they mad about this policy where I can't wear my good fire ass jacket. But on the weekends now, thanks to your little broke family ass, y'all farmers asses, wait till your daddy come into court with my daddy. He's sending your daddy ass to jail and he gonna get raped because I gotta wear this little cheap ass jacket. You think this shit not gonna make it better, y'all? It's not gonna make it better. It's not gonna make it better. The best way to fight poverty is to pretend like it don't exist. (laughs) <laughs> in a school <laughs> you gotta let kids be kids you gotta give them rich kids bigger consequences but see what happens is see this shit right here for the poor families but now some lawsuits and shit finna come down to the school cause they gonna be up yeah some board members is finna be challenged some shit cause the rich people are the important people in this in that society yes in England especially in England they got a class system mm-hmm. They like that's advanced racism. Well, and here's my thing. That's racism grown up. In England class. Would kids whose parents are able to afford a twelve hundred dollar jacket be going to school with poor kids? Like I felt I thought they had like different schools. <laughs> like it's still a difference between private school and uh and a public school. Do they have public schools in England? They gotta have public schools for people that's broke. Yeah, they gotta have public schools everywhere. True, but I get, I wonder where's the line between a parent where private school is too much, so you gotta go to public school, but we'll still buy you a twelve hundred dollar jacket for public school, <laughs> <laughs> so you can stun on these hoes. Yeah, stun on these hoes for twelve hundred dollars, but not the fifty thousand it costs for you to go to private school. I ain't, cause then you gotta stun all year long. Like we're going on a field trip to America, it's gonna be twenty five hundred dollars. Like imagine how much shit you gotta pay if you already paying to for your kid to go to a rich ass public public mm-hmm. school. 
Like you got maintenance fees, field trips, sport and stuff. If they play a sport, twelve hundred dollars is a good ass deal if you send your kid to public school. Instruments if they play an instrument and shit. Like it's a lot of like it's cheap money. parents that ain't willing to have cheap quality on their kid. And imagine the parents who went to parents who are rich now that went to public school and got rich and had shit clothes so and they don't they want their kids stop. to wear no <laughs> bullshit. See, now you finna trigger them. <laughs> if you think my kid ain't finna wear the best shit at school. He gonna have this Paradex jacket Let on. me tell you about my childhood. <laughs> my mama had to wrap toilet paper around my arms when I got down went to school. And now my kid is never gonna experience poverty. They're going to wear this expensive ass jacket that I bought. <laughs> and if you don't like it, you can get these hands. You can get this lawsuit or you can lose this board position. I don't care which one. Choose. I got the power to do all three. <laughs> oh that's an interesting yeah i would just like to know what uh, that's such a i mean we, we have that over here but i don't know that anybody in any of these public schools have parents that would put them on a twelve hundred dollar jacket here well they have like they don't they don't but they do put them on $200 Jordans. They do. With their uniform. But a lot of them parents don't have the money to do that shit. They just out here stupid with their money. Like a lot of, <laughs> with Jordans, like a lot of times it's just parents wanting their kid to be fresh and fly and it's not like a good financial decision. I feel like most kids that have uh, nice shoes like that, I think most of them probably got parents that are responsible financially. You think so? I do. Okay. Well, let me not say finance. At least they got the money for it. Or they used the child support check to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> because let's not act like in these environments that it's not a lot of yeah. single parent households. Yeah. But like, I, I feel like, like at John, well, uh, Elroy can let me know. Do John Carroll wear uniforms? Mm. It's a Catholic school, probably so. They probably have to wear a uniform. But I feel like somewhere like John Carroll would be somewhere where people have more expensive jackets. Like, I don't feel like Woodlawn <laughs> would be somewhere where somebody would walk into school with a power neck jacket on. You don't uh, want to do that? Your ass going to get robbed if they know what it is. First off, looking at the jackets, they're going to look at that bitch and say, damn, is that bitch made with airplane insulation? <laughs> that bitch look warm. I want to take that. It might be from City Trends and cost $12 in Woodlawn. If it looked like it was worth something, they will take that jacket off your ass, beat your ass, and say they didn't do that shit. Yeah. And you better not. And you ain't no snitching, so you, I don't, I don't know where my jacket went. <laughs> well, see, that's where the dilemma comes in, because now your mama going to say, you going to tell me where that goddamn jacket and two black eyes Especially came. if I'm the mama, where the jacket at? <laughs> you going to tell me where the jacket at We've and where them two black eyes came from. Right you going to tell me that shit now. Who did that shit to you? Yeah. That's the dilemma. <laughs> see, I want my kid to be smart enough to be like, now you know mama. <laughs> or daddy this is gonna turn me into a snitch and you know what snitches get stitches and you know if i tell you what's going on and you know i'm not telling you because i don't want to cause myself more problems this is just gonna be hospital bills you gotta pay <laughs> i don't think i ever had stitches before have i had stitches before no you ain't never had stitches well the, the first time really won't do you really want the first time to be because I told you who gave me these black eyes and took my jacket? Or do you want to go get me another jacket? Be cheaper than hospital. I want my kid to be that smart. I won't call the shot. I won't call the shot, but I want my kid to be, I want I want to be like, you a little smart motherfucker. Damn. You see, you 
you smart. You gonna be something one day. You gonna, you know, you gonna make having kids worth it. <laughs> I'll leave the last sentence in my head. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> oh god. But yeah. So that's in England. Okay. I guess Michael, if you got some input, we got a lot of stuff that you can have input on in this show. <laughs> Time finna run out. Okay. We got like six minutes left. But I want to go by this story about Chris Watts. I didn't even know about this murder. This kid, mur- this man murdered his wife and his two autistic children. The wife was pregnant too. Oh. So she went on a vacation and came back from the vacation. And she was missing. Her best friend didn't hear from her. So she called and said, I'm it's a missing person. They went to his house and found out her luggage and So she got back and she was just missing from there. Two days later, they arrested him for murder because they couldn't find out what was going on. And they, I guess they just assumed he did it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then after they arrested him, they found their bodies. They found their bodies buried in the uh, uh, lot of his old employer, which was like an oil excavator or some shit. Mm-hmm. Found the wife buried in a little shallow grave and found the two daughters in some oil tubs. Jesus. Clothes, like, closed them into the oil tubs and submerged them in there. Now, when he said, uh, when they said it was going to, um, so when he got caught, he said, I'm, I'll admit to what happened. Now, what he's saying happened is that he got home and found his wife had choked one of the daughters to death. Okay. And was in the middle of choking the other one uh-huh. to death. <laughs> and so he got so mad that she killed both of the daughters that he killed her. <laughs> and then he took all three of their bodies and buried them in that a field. That ain't even a good lie, sir. You should have. It's a horrible lie. Could have came up with something better than that, Chris. Shit. Ah, it's just so fucking stupid. So, let me say this. One, I wonder like how, where on the spectrum the girls were because you know severe autism, like nonverbal, can be real difficult for like the parents. But it's always so funny to me when I hear like I I worked when I was uh, an intern with a guy who had five kids. The first four had autism on varying levels and the fifth child was the only child born without it and so in my mind i never said this to him but in my mind i'm like why the fuck did y'all keep having kids like were you just trying to get one that didn't have autism? like to me the stress that would come behind it i wouldn't keep having so the fact that they had two kids that were autistic and then she was pregnant with a third i just that just seems like it would be so overwhelming especially depending on how severe the autism was because again like his the guy that i knew his oldest daughter had the most severe case out of all of them she was nonverbal, and she would get violent and she broke her mama damn jaw one day and they had to put her in a facility for a little while but then you know it's her daughter so she wanted her to come home but like she you know how hard it is to break a jaw your jawbone is a very thick bone and this was not a little girl like by this time this child was like 18 19 and she was a big girl like a big like like football player girl and she broke the fuck out of her mama jaw so i just it's just it's crazy to me when people have kids with disabilities and they just keep having kids that continue to have disabilities like 
you're just making things a lot more stressful for yourself. And autism is a different, you know, those kids are not very good socially and they have, you know, you have to have these routines with them and keeping up those routines, ugh, this just sounds stressful. Not an excuse for him murdering his whole fucking family, but... <laughs> I, you know, just the preposterousness of this man and how he killed his family, and and then she was choking. Had killed one, was choking the other out. You stood there and, and let her finish yeah, choking her out, I, that, and that then shit, kill her. That shit didn't happen. <laughs> um, but you know, know who you in a relationship with, man. Everybody on the outside is like, their relationship was perfect. Like, how did it get to this? Apparently, he had a mistress or whatever. But like, how did it get? Did to he this just want to be with the mistress? Don't nobody know yet. I ain't really said nothing else. That's unfortunate. Like I said, I don't... And I mean, that's not to say that people who have kids with disabilities are not entitled to have other kids. But when you see that you carry the genetic combination between the two of you that continues to create this thing, like, I just don't... I don't think I would keep doing that. And there had to have been signs. There had to have been signs. There is no way you can tell me that she didn't have any clue that this man was capable of this shit. Not at all. It, it can't be that. She probably ignored that shit. And she left the kids. There. I mean, it's their it's their dad, but she like went. What that mean? What? It's their dad. You should be able to leave your kids with their daddy and not because like she shouldn't have had to take them with her on I vacation. Mean, it's a, I don't think that's a measure because it's women that done. You know, like if people kill people. <laughs> I mean, that's just what happens. Yeah, it's but unfortunate I don't think, when it's kids and it's unfortunate when they're your kids. But I don't think that most people would most people would be comfortable leaving their kid at home with their daddy while they go out. Like you wouldn't be like, I gotta find somebody to watch the kids. Bill can't be there by himself with him. Like, and if you, if that is the case, that's a fucking problem <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> if you can't, if he can't be trusted to be alone with him. But I just, that's sad. That's real sad and unfortunate. That sounds like some shit I would see on. Yeah, I will actually in a couple of years probably see him on ID channel. <laughs> see his story. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Erica Badu is not pregnant. Everybody thought she was pregnant. She said she just ha- fat and eating, and she's happy. <laughs> this would have been baby number four, and people was giving her a lot of shit because all of her kids have different dads. She got a kid with Andre 3000, Jay Electronica, and the DLC. Oh, I skipped one of the stories I wanted to talk about. shouldn't have talked about one of these other bullshit stories, but um, Jamel Robinson, the bar hero um, that was shot, mm-hmm. he... What happened was he, some people got into it at the bar, left, came back, started shooting, shot four people. The security guard shot him and subdued him and was waiting for the police to come with his knee in the back of the dude. Uh, the police got there and shot the security guard, shot Jamel mm-hmm. for all that shit. Now, I guess we can have more of this conversation next week, but my question goes out to the people who say things like, uh, we need more guns because if the good guys had a gun, then when the bad guys have a gun, then this kind of thing won't happen. Now, the first part of his story proves that right because the good guy had a gun. He stopped the bad guy with a gun, and it didn't become a, didn't become a mass shooting, which it could have. 
And but the second part of that, the second though. part of the story is he fucking got shot by the police when they came out there and saw a black man with a gun, you know, to another dude's back. Like, I mean, the reality is the police had their lights on, pulled up, and a dude sat there <laughs> on another dude with the gun out. He didn't kill him. He didn't get up and try to run. There was no reason that the police should have felt threatened at that moment. If he wanted to kill that dude, he would have shot him when he heard the police lights and yep. ran. If he wanted to be aggressive, he would have moved once the police got there. He stayed there. The police could have talked to that man and asked him what was going on or what, anything. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's just more America, America in, and it's garbage. But anyway, that's all I got. R.I.P. Kim Porter did his baby mama. The Damn. white man that shot at the kid for uh, missing the bus, he got four years in jail. Oh, yeah, I saw that. He should have got more, but he got four, years, four in jail. years ain't shit. Anyway, uh, you got anything else on your mind? I do not. All right, well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.